This episode is brought to you by Dark Vixen, 2B1B4U, Arsenon, Feifei, Deja Vu, Radioactive Jeff, Joshua Meserv Jr. and Glutharic. Thanks for your support. Episode 29, Love, Part 2. Oh, more of love is what you need to satisfy your ego's greed. T'was not enough to hear its deeds, return you have to hear me read. You cry aloud a heartfelt creed, what now you say when heart doth bleed, when broken beats at last concede, and breath remains, but soul's not freed. O child, you think the broken steed that once ran wild and loose with speed will return so soon to fields of weed. Take time to plant a better seed. Let love lost find new mouths to feed, and instead, within, this message heed. Seek not revenge, of this I plead, for more of love is what you need. Welcome back to the Girls Who Don't D&D podcast. Uh, once again, I didn't let the girls hear the intro. Uh, I am your perpetually challenged dungeon master, and with me are the perpetually challenging and difficult to pronounce girls. Indy. Playing fire? <laughs> are you on? Just, well, okay, you're right. You are technically playing Belloc. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> that's why I stumbled. And? Stacey playing Karen. Never gets it wrong. Just Immaculate. reliable. So <laughs> <laughs> only you had to play the one character. <laughs> Poor Indy's got to play like 12 different people. <laughs> And Lana playing Morgan. <laughs> Ladies, I'm sure you planned ahead for the thing we do almost every episode. So Always. hit me with those shout outs. I'm going to shout out to um, a person that I met in Sydney not too long ago. Ooh! Who was really, really lovely. And as soon as I told them about my podcast, they were like, wait, wait. Right. Sorry, your podcast. Our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were all over it and they were like, oh. This is great. This sounds great. And then I met them in Sydney on the weekend and they'd already listened to a few episodes and loving it. They're like, you guys are just so cute. <laughs> so it was really nice to meet so someone. That, look, I know people all the time want to know whether or not you guys actually are so cute. And genuinely, they are. They are. They're a so, sweet, cute <laughs> bunch adorable. of people. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Stace. I'm going to shout out three people who all have something in common. So Devin Climbs. Love you guys know I love a basic straightforward name. Devin climbs and he climbs, guys. Not only that, we we love a good Devin. De- we shout out Devins <laughs> we all the time. Spoken about Devins a lot. Devins must be your most common followers. Thank you, Devins of the world. <laughs> Thank you, all Devins everywhere. Megan's oh, if she's American, might be Megan. But anyway, we can say Megan's magic manies. She has some amazing nails. And RJF Tigers 01, who all bought the limited edition Karin shirt. Aww. Oh, yay! <laughs> Which is almost gone by the time this episode goes out. Yeah. I'd say we will, yeah, they're gone. They're gone. If you're they're listening gone now, by now, the Morrigan ones might still be out there right now if you want to grab a Morrigan shirt. They want a Morrigan limited hoodie. Someone edition. else does. They want a hoodie. I know. We'll look into it. Uh, but if you're looking for merch from us, um, keep your eyes open. More and more stuff is starting to appear. Alana. I am going to shout out all of the people that have commented on my um, query on Patreon. So Lindsay, Ava, Molly, Smokescreen, Rebecca, Misha, Sarah, Cloud, Heather, IDKDude23, awesome, Emily, Ashley, Devon and Amanda. They have all said that they would be interested in watching me get ready for my engagement photos and do some makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds good. And that just sounds like it's going to be so much fun for me. So thank you so much for all of you. That'll be on our Patreon. And you're going to do other sorts of makeup as well, yeah? Yes. Um, Alana's makeup is next world. It's I gave them some yeah. Yeah, snippets of things I've done in the past and everyone was so lovely about it. So yeah, really we, we got to see them in real life. You, you've done yeah. stuff and yeah. we've seen them and it's ridiculous. 
Why are you not working on movies? Um, it's a fair question. No, that is a fair question. Or even just being a freelance makeup artist. You'd be making so much more money. Well, my latest thing I'd is I want to go into like party planning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, you do do a good party. Uh, I am going to do something that we haven't done for a while, so stay with me. But you know how I do a global shout-out where I pick people from all over the world who listen to our show? Um, and, you know, I pronounce half of them wrong because yeah. some of you people live in places that have too many sounds together. Uh, but here we go. Ready for this. Okay, thank you. Shout out to Cairo from Antigua, Wisconsin, Anya Lua from Lagos, uh, Nigeria, Padrig from Cork, Sinead, Purple Zombie McPhee and Rem T from Southland, Western Australia, respectively, Sydney H from Oklahoma, Oklahoma. My, my stepfather used to sing that out the front of a farm that we used to go to a long time ago and it just makes me think of him every time. Uh, Annalee H from uh, Nordingenol, Sweden. Nailed it. Sweden. <laughs> They're all over there going, we need to change the name of our town. <laughs> Luna Walls from Drunen, Netherlands. Tyler's Knives and Blacksmithing. Blacksmithing. Also from South Australia. Not just because I want a free knife. Bina A from Ass Akashus. Norway. Adnan B from... I got close. There's a little no, thing. No, like I wouldn't even know. Okay. The A has a thing on top of it. I don't know how to pronounce that A. Eh? Uh, Adnan B from Chi-Town. That's Chicago for those who don't know. Lydia D from Antwerp, Belgium. Jason S from the Dead Rise restaurant in Suffolk because that's a badass name for a restaurant. The Dead Rise. Uh, Loudry. Possibly. Is it a bakery? Um, that's what I was thinking no. too. I, I do know. Like uprising. Uh, <laughs> I do know that, you know, the dude has epic hair. Because, as you know, all these people have clearly had to stalk to figure out what the hell to say about them. Uh, Loudry from Chertsey, Quebec. Yana P and Billy S from Newcastle. Hey! From, from here. Just in case you only thought I was picking out some tough names, though, a shout-out to Colin from Bath. Uh, <laughs> that's in the US, not the English Bath. There oh, you go. Oh. Uh, Corey P from Kansas City. La, uh, Leah S from Tainmouth. She is the head keeper. Of what? Well, a zoo, but it sounds better if I don't say the rest oh. of the sentence. <laughs> But what a badass job that is as well. That That's is cool. so cool. Abby P from Franklin, Tennessee. Caitlin C, who studied at Obadiah in Budapest. Mm. Nailed it. Uh, Hera R from Kefovic, Iceland. I can also say a capital, Reykjavik. Uh, Gabriella K from Kulzau, Wilkoboski. Poland, that? Poland. Poland. Probably. I mean, I might have just made those sounds up. Talia Mack from Victoria Point in Queensland. Trisha J from Cincinnati. Faye P from Stockton on, T um, Stockton on Tees, uh, who also has a very serious, cool job in a museum. Uh, Verity from, I love this one because I know that this is not how you say it, but I'm saying it this way. Land Twit Major. Uh, Mark from Shoreham. Nathan from Corby. Lee from Stoke on Kent. And the last of those were all from the UK for a reason. Because we're going to the UK. Because we are coming to the <laughs> <Yay>! UK. <laughs> we're doing it. We, we're 98% sure. Uh, but yes, um, one of the things we're trying to do this year, this year, yeah, this year, uh, is we are heading to um, hopefully MCM London uh, in October. We would like to see you all there, those of you who can make it there, because we do not want to be sitting in a corner by ourselves. Oh my gosh, please go. I have nightmares. It's just us and like one person is like, hey. I know. He's Gary, right? <laughs> and he's Greg. Greg. Always Greg. It'll clearly be a Devon. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just, you know, as you guys know, as soon as we leave this room, we don't talk to each other. We don't like each other's company. So we'd be sitting at that table the whole time just, just staring forward. Just going, there's lots of people in cosplay. Maybe we should have come in cosplay. <laughs> Wait, do we go in cosplay? My mum expects with... me to. And I'm I like, assume oh. we do. I expect you to now. <laughs> 
I just want a big pink wig is why. <laughs> mm. That's not going to be the hardest one to find, is it? Pink and purple wigs. Oh, no, wigs. you can get them everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, a pink wig. I do have one more. This one is from Spotify because we love reading through the comments we get on there. I love those comments. They're so nice. Yeah. Uh, I will say, do not ask us a question on there. We're not allowed to answer you. There's no way we can answer back. So people are like asking a question. I'm like, sorry, I can't ah. help you. Uh, but this one is from Chewy977. And here's a question. How long did it take you to tie the story together this well from beginning to end? And how much is made up as you go? <laughs> and so here's the answer. <laughs> it's all catch up. It's always catch up. I'm always adjusting the story because the girls are always breaking it. Uh, so every time I think, oh, I know where this is going to go, I rewrite and I rewrite and I rewrite. And so much is made up that there are entire episodes, I guess, that I had to throw away, including the wonderful people from Lawful Stupid D&D Podcast who did oh. a whole episode about the Library of Vassanor. We used none of it. Oh, well, no. you threw it straight into a fight. Uh, no, but it's just because the whole thing changed. Yeah, okay, uh, You know, you were, I thought you were going there faster. You guys went, oh. you turned left <laughs> instead of right. So I always have to adjust things. And by the time you guys got back there, the original story didn't make sense. Yeah, so yeah. I had to do it. You did say from the beginning you wanted to give us freedom and not kind of just put us on a railway track. And Yeah, I think some people don't realise just how much we are like that. But it is just let's hold on and find out what happens. But the next entire, this is, this is today, I almost... 100% guarantee this is the end of Chapter 2. Ooh. I almost guarantee it. But I, I say that knowing that there is nothing in Chapter 3 that is actually locked in. Mm. It just is so open and anything could happen. Mostly because I don't know what the hell is going to happen in this one. And because we really fucked ourselves in the last episode. Yes. Yeah. Let's just dwell on that dragon for a while. <sighs> um, <laughs> anyway, where are we with our story? Ladies... We left the story with almost everyone on board the well-dressed Mole Man's balloon as you raced back towards Krujian's tower, having kind of saved his family from the dragon, who was now possessed by some kind of serial-killing god intent on hunting down your loved ones. Yeah, it's not nice. Mm. Uh, on board is Loran and her two kids, who also happen to be the Krujian's kids. There's the Mole Man, there's Loot, there's Karin, there's Morrigan. But once again, we're missing someone. This is not my fault. <laughs> this time it it's might not be your fault. <laughs> Uh, as, we, as the balloon blasted towards the city of Inuflanora, the being that has taken control of Freya's body has vanished with the body. How big of a problem could that be? Let's find out. Ladies, are you ready to play? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't have a solution. Uh, it's stressful. I'm stressed. Constantly stressed by yeah. this game. It's just three girls, a dragon, and a handful of dice. Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice There will be monsters, monsters and magic And fire and ice But it's mostly three girls, a dragon and dice Oh, do we need to unload this? Is there snacks in there because I'm a little hungry? Yeah, I can eat. I'm getting <laughs> snacks. Uh, okay. There are, there are, definitely, no, there are definitely snacks in there. No, because you eat like... Oh, yeah. I roll a fork. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, I, I completely forgot about this. We did get a lovely delivery. With snacks. With snacks in it, which, as you're well aware, is terrifying uh, because they may eat hmm. for this entire episode. But girls, would you like to take a look inside the box? Yes. Yeah. There's a piece of paper that says, please read first. Because they sent you some stuff that was a little bit... Unusual, and they were worried Coop might see it first. So okay. can someone grab me in there and grab the bag of black stuff? That makes me scared. <laughs> uh, so quick and special thank you to uh, Els and Roland. Oh, Roland. Who are indeed from the Netherlands. 
Stacey, you've grabbed a big bag of black stuff. Can you describe what's in the big bag of black stuff? It is a bag of licorice dicks. And oh. Holland are very well known. God, they are detailed. <laughs> are they veiny? Is the- <laughs> they are. They <laughs> literally, oh my God, girls, I'm going to pan this around. But this- I have seen some veiny dicks like this before. Okay, so. <laughs> Like the lollies. <laughs> <laughs> Holland is known for their licorice. And, and it's, really, it's like a bit saltier than ours. Is it really? Oh. Yeah, it's really nice though. Thanks. Um, licorice actually makes my eyes swell, so I'm going to pass it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the licorice doing that. Uh, they sent us a whole bunch of other lovely things and it was such a kind thing. Uh, what else did they send us in there? Uh, underpants and oh my God, cheese dice and special types of food from around the world. And I must admit, if you're going to send us food from around the world, I'm in. You can do that at our P.O. box. It's or P.O. Undies. box. Also in. Brand yeah. new, preferably this is like not a used. survival kit. Licorice dicks and undies. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> Please send licorice dicks and undies to oh my or God, anything I else. I remember these. You remember these? Uh, these? Girls, I need to. I need to do Sorry. the part where it's like. Please send uh, licorice dicks, stroop waffles because they came as well. Um, to or anything like that. Anything from your country to PO Box two eight five, postcode two two eight five. Cardiff, New South Wales, uh, and we'll check it out. Uh, but girls, let's play the game. Uh, Freya or Belloc, you find yourself falling at incredible speed towards a stunning fortress, Inith Lenora, or the fortress Belloc, once called the Fortress of Alora. You'd know it as Inith Lenora, and you do see it differently. In fact, Freya, it surprises you you can see the fortress at one stage because for you, in between blinks uh, forced by the rushing air, it still looks like the city you've seen before. It's like both places exist on top of each other, something like that. Maybe it's a trick of the light because the sun is falling and dusk is drawing, uh, drawing near to an end. You have quite a, f- quite a distance to fall, but it won't take long. From this height, I'll give you about three rounds before you hit the ground hard. And I don't even think even Belloc would be able to save you from this one. Unless you figure out what to do instead. Keeping in mind, you can see quite a lot from up here if you wanted to take a look around in those three rounds. Okay, so it's going to take me three rounds to fall. Yes. I'm going to feather fall. Will that slow it up a little bit so I can look around? It will. And feather fall lasts for about a minute. So that's, is that three rounds? Oh, 10 seconds. Uh, it'll, give you, it'll give you a lot more time up here. Yeah, Great. you'll be fine. All right, I'll do that and I'll, I'll just cast my last spell. Cool. That was lucky. <laughs> wow. Um, and I'm going to have a, I'm going to roll perception. Oh, okay. No? Yep. Yeah, you can do that. Just intimidation. Just intimidate the world to show you what you want to see. Huh. <laughs> One. Your eyes are watering so much at this speed <laughs> that it's very, very blurry. You really don't see anything at all. It's really bad. You. That is terrible. It's a terrible roll. Next to it is 19. Would have been heaps better. It would have been. It would have told you a lot, but it didn't. Oh, well, I can do it again next <laughs> so, time, can't I? Yeah, you have to wipe your eyes clear or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but instead of the three rounds now, you'll fall at a much slower rate, but you'll, you'll, so you'll have more time to look around, I guess. Right. But for the split second before, uh, you were falling pretty quickly, so your eyes were all watery. Ladies... Back to the balloon. So we're in a balloon with wifey and kids on our way back to her ex. Yeah, yeah. To retrieve the gauntlet that you need to control an army. Led by an envelope that's moving us. Yes, the return to sender envelope is dragging the balloon quickly through the air. And you are still downstairs. So we're going to start with Karin. Karin. Yes. You look around and... You can't see Freya anymore. I mean, maybe she just ducked back beneath the deck, but Laron is staring past you, 
before you look around, you can see Laurent's eyes are wide. You know the thing where someone looks over your shoulder and you can't help gotcha. but turn around and look at what they're looking at? Yeah. Yeah, she did that to you, except her eyes are like, she's shocked by what she just saw. I turn and look at what she's looking at. And there's nothing there. Fuck. What did you just say? Uh, and she's stammering because she can't... Spit it out, Laurent, for God's sake. Your friend just walked to the edge and, and, and just kept, just leaned over and kept going. Oh, Jesus Christ, not again. <laughs> what do you mean, not again? Oh, she just does this shit. She's always disappearing. <laughs> oh, more again. I put down the crayons that I was... Um, well, we, we were drawing pictures. You were indeed. For their dad when they get back. Um, oh. Yeah. And they were kind of gruesome, though, because, you know, the kids are... <laughs> yes. yeah, it was them slaying a dragon. There was a dragon that was clearly not slain. Uh. <laughs> Don't let the truth get in the way of this story. The <laughs> kids. And I sigh. We can't have one minute without chaos happening. And I walk up the stairs. And I'm like, you bellowed? I bellowed. What's happened now? LeBron. Another dragon? No. Fucking phrase done again. LeBron just said she's jumped over the edge. That would have been my second guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LeBron, why did she jump over the edge? Was she following something? What was she doing? I, I, I would not know. She just didn't even look at us. She just looked down as though she'd seen something and just launched. She didn't say anything? She did that thing. She did that thing like divers do where she sits backwards on the edge of the <laughs> and just fell oh, backwards over Oh, so she did it with flair. She did, of course. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's got some except, alarm bells going. Except she held her nose. <laughs> she blocked <laughs> her nose as she went. Uh, uh, but, yes, yeah, she is gone and the ship is moving reasonably quickly over whatever it is that she saw. Are we still in range for thought, thinking, talking? We can try. Uh, you can try. I'm going to oh, try and idea. psych it to her. Freya. Uh, Freya. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What are you doing, sweetie? Uh, I'm so sorry to say this, but... Belloc, she already answered. Belloc doesn't respond. Yeah, okay. I'm calling uh, it. Yeah. She's possessed. She's possessed as fuck. <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw science. This is the last goddamn straw. She's there, possessed. There were clues. There were clues the whole way. We start that little notebook. We're taking notes. I start like tearing the notes out and like putting them on a board with strings. Yes, strings. <laughs> and then in the middle, I've just like I've got a marker from somewhere and I've written "possessed" and circled it, and pointed at it with both hands. And and yeah. Laurent walks over and looks at it and goes, "You know, there were at least five times you could have figured this out faster." Yeah, <laughs> the strings. We were distracted by other things. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, like a big dragon. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not confident that this is like a friendly ghost situation. Oh, no. Not with that kind of flare jumping off the ledge. And again, <laughs> the only other person that we know who can point at people and kill them with a single word is Evil Morrigan. So that says evil to me. Evil as hell. All right. So I guess we just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, part of your plan was to get back to the cruise zone and get the gauntlet. I mean, you could do that. We know where she's going. Yeah, do we know? We saw, like, we saw. You haven't looked it, over the edge to see where she jumped to. All right. Oh, I thought she'd seen. Just saw. She, no, she didn't even see her leave. I mean, Laurent could be lying. I kept calling her Lebron, by the way. I know you've been calling yes. her Lebron, and I was like, you know. I go to Why that. didn't anyone correct me on that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't can't explain why I just decided to let it happen. <laughs> could you love Lebron? I yeah. don't mind Lebron. He's a very good player. Then why uh, do you have a tattoo of him on your shoulder? <laughs> that is so weird a thing for you to say. 
and for me to have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, well, I'd like to look over the edge and try and figure out roughly where we are so that we can decide whether we're going to abandon ship or whether we'll come back. Uh, you see uh, the beautiful city of Inuflanora. Oh. It always looks amazing to you and it is now directly beneath you, but you're moving quick enough that you haven't got long to make a decision. We'll come back. If we, get back. The, if we get the gauntlet, we get the army, we're in a better position to actually do something. Yeah, but she's pretty safe. She can kill it first. I'll point. point out one thing. You won't be able to get back quickly. The letter makes this balloon move faster and than, than you do normally. So a return trip will be days. But aren't we going back to a wizard that has this kind of power? Can he not send... He's already prepared it. I don't know whether he'll be able to do it again quickly. Send a letter to Inya Lenora? Could take time to do those things. Portals or a thing? Oh! Hmm. <laughs> but... Oh. There's a portal in Inya Lenora. Well, we have a portal in... We have a chest that can take us to Shtaka mm-hmm. and the rest of our army. And then I think it can also take us to the other chest, which is with um, Busty Cat Lady with a British accent. Oh, uh, yeah. Captain <gasps> Aneko. Ah! Captain Aneko. Aneko. Captain Aneko, yes. And she was on her way to Dutch and the whole, like, clockwork army thingy. Holy, you are good at this. I'm just trying to figure out if any of those places are closer to Inyeth Lenora. Do you get a map? Than where you are right now? No. No, no, <laughs> You're directly above it right now. Then Crucian's Island. Uh, Why is it this map labelled? <laughs> the only the only portal you'd know of that was nearby so far would be uh, close to where you are, that is, uh, would be Gressop's Market. That was a, that was about a half a day's travel from Crucian's. Okay. Although that may have been with the wind. So you'd be leaving Freya slash Belloc behind for a whole half day. I, I well, that's better than days, uh, and we mm. do need to go get that gauntlet. And there's no way that we can go into bloody Inithnora with because we saw armies walking into there, didn't we? Yeah, on our way across the first time. Yep. yep. Evil Morrigan's there you've at got, least. Um, you've got loot. You've got the Mole Man. You've even got Laron. LeBron. We're not taking kids into a <laughs> war. He's Laron, yeah. We're not taking kids into a mother and children and poor mole man into a war. But it might do. Okay, maybe you and I should split Morrigan. One of us go after Freya and the other one go with the gauntlet? Yeah. Ooh, actually. What's, wait, what, what, how much bad can she possibly do anyway? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm laughing at the <laughs> times. Actually, 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 not half bad and thinking. Okay, so we have... The like nine lives guild connected to Shamu, not Shamu. God damn it, Shaka. Shaka. Shaka has the nine lives guild and that bossy lady that's in charge of them. Oh yeah. Right. So what if we do send Loot and the family onto the wizard? Yep. Loot jumps into the with the gauntlet jumps into the crate that we have and takes the gauntlet to bossy lady. Yes. And then she can use Shaka's shell to get the gauntlet and her army to go take the other army and meet us at Indianora. I love it. Okay. I, I see no flaws in that plan. <laughs> oh, none of it was what I predicted. Uh, so what do you predict? I'm not going to say what I predicted. Tell me I'm what just, you predicted. I'm just going to write down, you'll need a solution to this. Um, so, oh, okay, that's great. Or just frantically rewriting. I am looking for a pen. <laughs> just pen? writing. Okay. Here you go, <sighs> Don't forget all this stuff just happened. Okay. I've just got down that loot goes, loot gets a gauntlet, jumps back into the chest, uh, comes out, in Stucker, gets the army and says, quick, we're going to... And this is the important part of the question. <gasps> Where do you want him to go? I wanted him to go get the, the them to take their army and go help 
Dark on with his mission to get the other army. Well, things happen when you aren't around. Darkon was going towards them. That's all I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. The audience does know from the previous episode what's been going they on. They are going to... I'm going to spit out a random name. Oh, hey, no, 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 no. They're going to go back through Starker's shell onto the ship because old lady was looking for Darkon and I trust her to find him. Right. You want the army to appear on the ship. I don't want that. And they're not massive, but it's not a huge ship. You can get some of them. We don't need all of them to go through because it's constantly linked, isn't it? Right, no, I'm, I'm with it. Back to the Golden Spear. Golden Spear. Golden Spear. Golden Spear. That's a good idea. I love this. I just love how many things could happen. That's when there's so many different things that can happen. Well, I don't remember any of these. I was like, all right, we jump off the, the balloon. You're like, wait, <laughs> I've been connecting for three years now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before, things connect right back to the first episode. It doesn't mean they actually make sense. Uh, no, they do connect they may not happen. Okay. But now what are you going to do? So we are going to go grab some more of those flighty backpacks. Yes, the backpacks. We're still wearing them, I think. Didn't they only have like one flight or something? Or is it you can only use them intermittently? Yeah, they don't work for a long. They're meant to save you quickly. Short periods of time. Okay, So basically once per short rest. They need a rest as well to recharge. Bit of sunlight. Solar-powered, but it is dusk, so you hope it's got one charge. since... You didn't... uh, Yeah, I'll say they're charged. You flew over towards the... um, And that was a while ago. Towards the dragon and the ice tower. So, yeah, they're charged. They've got one jump in them. Are there extras that we could just take another one with us? (laughs) Just have two. They take up space. They're like a backpack. You can't attach one backpack. (laughs) One backpack on the front and one on the back. (laughs) I could tie one in my front like a fanny pack. Uh, You can do that if you will. Yeah, I'm taking it. Do you want to take an extra one with us? Yes. You're doing front and back. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, when is flight not going to be handy? And also, we don't know if Freya has one. Well, let's jump back to Freya and find out what's happening with her because she's still falling in that whole time you had a conversation. Hello. <laughs> Freya, <laughs> uh, what else would you like to do? Roll perception. You just can keep looking around. All right. What you got? 18. Heaps better. Ooh, much better. All right. Uh, when, as your eyes clear, you'll notice that it's changing from what it, what it did look like a second ago. It was in Lenora, uh, but you didn't get to see what was happening there. Now it's starting to look like the fortress again uh, that, that Belloc sees, um, but not a dark grey monolith of rock. It's, it's powerful, but there are kind of elements of civility. It's a pretty powerful. Uh, within the walls, you see like open marketplaces. You see people dancing happily in the street and you see armies, the four of them. There's four armies now. They're in position around what you remember the ballroom to be. That when you were last here, Bella can see it. You're floating towards a ballroom. And you know it's a ballroom because it has this huge glass dome over the top of it that lets people from inside look towards the night uh, sky when they're when they're having a dance. Oh. Um, it's so, yeah, it's a place where Belloc once danced. Oh, so there might be something there. Someone to kill, to stab. You seem to be on that <laughs> side of things much more than I would have thought. I'm going to kill something. Yeah, well, saying? I just want this thing to get out of me. Yeah, I guess so. Fair enough. What would you like to do? Um, Still falling comfortably. <laughs> I want to change into something that is going to disguise me when I land. Should it be someone who is in the ballroom or going to? You're too far away, really, at this stage. Like, you're looking at them from, like, an aerial photograph sort of thing looking down. Or um, like an you could army. land and do that, of course. And you've got yeah, four armies to choose from. Oh, I might turn into an army person. Uh, I just don't well, know which another, one. Well, give me another perception check and we'll, and we'll see which, which army you can see well. Ten. 
Uh, there are four armies, but yeah. Aten's not going to let you see all of them in detail. Um, you can see uh, strong men and women in heavy armor wrapped with like thickly knitted wool coats. Um, and they have like a helmet, uh, which is, uh, you can see like a, even from where you are, you can see they have an oversized feather on. Some of them have none, some of them have one on one side, some of them have two. Uh, they look pretty cool. Um, and the other group I'll let you see, uh, you'd know these ones. You've seen them before. The, the, uh, the Lenora Guard, the guards people of Inith Lenora. And they're all standing in formation. They're barely moving. Uh, you've seen them before when you stole the Sword of Deception. Uh, they're well armored, mostly elves, although there are quite a few other races that are represented. So you can pick from that if you wanted to. And um, despite their different shapes and sizes, they all look like They've been reasonably well trained, like they all seem to be standing still as if they're waiting for something. They look stronger. I want to go with one of them. Uh, yeah, and you've seen them closer up. I guess and I want to be an elf too. And you want to be an elf. I, would, I want to be an elf. That'd be fun. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, as you're floating through the air, um, hovering, you also change into a member of the Lenora Guard. Lenora Guard. Not far away from the ground now, though. So I can talk to Bellot, right? Yeah. What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Well, can I... I'm going to ask him, like, what the plan is. Um, Belloc almost doesn't want to answer you, but just says, there are two people here who need to die. Mm. I don't care how we kill them. I do <laughs> wish... Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. <laughs> of course I wish I had my knife, but there are plenty others. I don't mind if we use your sword. I don't mind if I point and kill, but they must die. Now, just to clarify, you are going to release me after this. They deserve to die. You don't want to know who the two people are? Yeah, I just want to, I'm just worried about me, myself and I for one moment. <laughs> are you going to release me? You promised. Roll an insight check. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Today's <laughs> not the day. Seven. Fucking hell means uh, you can't pick up on what on Belloc's response. Uh, Belloc says, of course. Why wouldn't I? Uh, yeah, but I know what that means. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> but you don't. Okay. Um, all right. And my last question is, who are the two people? Obviously, the lady that cheated on you. Yes. And? And who she cheated with. I'm not exactly certain who that is yet. Do I have to kill them? Could it be an accidental death? <laughs> <laughs> Can they step into an elevator shaft? Yes. Uh Bella is almost quizzical about why you'd want it to be accidental. Bella's like, it must be, it, it just needs to be death. Okay. They deserve death for taking what I just was don't mine. Want to be like, I just don't want to kill two people and then everyone see and then... Luckily, I'm... it's not up to you. And then the conversation ends. Ugh. <laughs> Back to the ladies. I'm going to take a second to just um, explain to LeBron that we are going to leave her, but... Um, I give it the envelope. I'm like, just hold on to this. It'll take you back to Krujian. You guys can figure things out. Um, we're leaving loot with you. And the, this is Mole Man's balloon. So we're leaving him here. Um, thank you so much, Mole Man. We hope that you have many great adventures and that you have a great life. Um, should we? <laughs> he, I don't expect to see smiles, you again. I expect he's to still, die. He's like, this was not what I expected to happen. I thought we were just going to go to a nice little resort and, and sit around a pool. Yeah. But. I'm going back, I'm going back to my office and I shut the door and I'm just going to sit there and I'm never going to do this again. But it was lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for letting us like um, hijack your holiday. Um, hopefully you have a better one next time. I'm never going anywhere ever again. <laughs> Look, I get that. I'm homebody. 
telepathically. Mm-hmm. To, Tele- telepathetically. Telepathetically to Lauren. <laughs> um, what should we do about the chest? Like, should we get that off the balloon? Like, get loot to take it off the balloon and leave it with Krugian? Is that safer? That's a way better idea. We can't then, just leave it on the balloon. It's going to have to go with Krugian. Okay. So we'll leave that with Krugian. Cool. Um, LeBron. Mm-hmm. Out loud, obviously. <laughs> I'm just staring at her thinking in my head, LeBron. It's, it's LeBron, but that's fine. LeBron, I'm so sorry. It's, it's okay. Once you guys return, um, your husband uh, owes this lovely boy, and I pull loop out from behind me, this lovely boy, um, something, uh, and he's just going to go through that chest. If you could just put that chest somewhere safe, keep it keep it shut, that would be fantastic. Um, have a great life. Yeah. Stay alive. How do you leave? I do a backflip off the... Of course you do. <laughs> balloon. <laughs> I'm going to do more a dive swan. Oh, like a... A dive yeah. swan. Swan dive. Uh-huh. In this world, they call it a dive swan. Yeah, they call it a dive yeah. swan. They name things, the adjective goes yeah. after the noun. I am making you stick to that for the rest oh, of this episode. Fine. Fine. Because I, I get things it. wrong all the time. <laughs> so that's going to be really easy for me. <laughs> It'll feel natural. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are falling now very quickly towards um, the city of Inuflanora beneath you. It looks different, of course, for both of you, um, but there are similarities. And uh, I would love for you to guys to you know, try and figure out where you're going to land. But um, suddenly you hear like screeches and sounds from the sky. <laughs> And when you look back up, because I'm assuming you haven't pulled any of the rip cords or anything. No. I'm still dive swanning. Yeah, you said the short flight, so I'm like, we'll save that for when we're close to the ground. So yeah, that makes sense. Well. They don't last yeah. long. They'll probably give you one round, so you've got to slow down at the right time. Uh, you see the bee lizards. Ah. Oh. And they are attacking. Um, roll initiative. We didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, you've still got the blood on your hands. 14. <laughs> Six. We're off to a good start, people. Plus one. Don't forget to add it on. Fifteen. All right. Six plus one is not fifteen. <laughs> but fourteen plus one is sorry. Bad you think I am? Wow. <laughs> what the frick? No, no, let's be honest. That's throwing some shade, isn't it? You were trying to help me with my math, and I was like, I'm, I can do six plus one. <laughs> that also had that little edge to it, like you know, I don't, I don't mean to tell you how to do things. <laughs> But you're, you're not doing this right. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> uh, the bee lizards go first, and there are six of them, and they um, split up into two groups of three and head straight Sorry, towards. how many groups? Two groups of three? There are two groups of three, and you hear Laron from the top going, that's six! <laughs> she just shrugs like, and walks away. Thank you, I was really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers According are hard. <laughs> uh, they are all attacked. Three of them, sorry, are attacking um, Karin. And, ooh, only one of them will hit. And it does what they do. It bites down on one of your hands. Sorry, uh, right, I've got plenty of hands to spare. That's good. You, you, <laughs> you would love to be Alan at the moment. It bites down on one of your hands, and it only does four points of damage, but you do notice that your hand is beginning to freeze over, and already it's feeling like it is difficult to move. So I do that thing when your hands are cold, and I go, oh, oh. Like into you know, in yeah. with your hot breath. And I don't <gasps> know. I don't know if that works when you're falling towards the ground really quickly. Like the, you know, goes already... I'm like, <laughs> like rubbing my hands. So no, it doesn't. But yeah, that's going to make that hand difficult to use. Okay. Uh, the other three attack Morrigan. Mm-hmm. 
and two of those hit. I'm about to be unconscious in oh, here. No. <laughs> I jumped off a ship with three health. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just should remind you that I did give you health potions. I know yours failed, My but there are idea. health potions that you have available to you. Uh, I can hear them jingling. Oh, yeah. There they are. They exist. Just got to remember to use them. Uh, like all the other things that I give you guys. You forget. Uh, it what do hits you, mean? you twice. <laughs> so two hits. That does do eight points of damage. Yeah. It means I don't have to look for um, ideas of what I'm going to do. So. No, because you're going to be splat. You've got two turns to solve this. The other problem is they bite you one each on each hand, and those hands are now both frozen and frozen. difficult to use. Okay. Okay. Holy shit, you guys are making this a difficult episode. You're trying to die constantly. Uh, Freya slash Belloc, you, uh, you have one more round, basically, before you land, if you want to look around. Uh, what would you like to do? You're going to comfortably land right on top of that dome, I think, or to the side of it, not on the glass. You're not going to okay. smash through, but you're going to land there. Um, or did the cool slide down? <laughs> like your bum sliding the whole way down. <laughs> all the way no, down the glass hit. like Homer. <laughs> Am I, so I'm closer to the dome? Yes. All right. Can I see through the dome? Uh, you can, yeah. You can see in there. Well, I'll do a perception check to see what's happening inside the dome. Yep. Don't even need to roll for this one because you're actually close enough to see a fair bit. What you can see from the outside is that there are carriages arriving, uh, very well-dressed people getting out of those carriages. Uh, you notice that they you can't see their faces because they're all wearing a mask. Uh, which, oh, masquerade ball. Which you are not. You look like a soldier. Just want to point that out. Uh, you can also see into the dome itself and there it's a huge gathering, more people inside who are also clearly well-dressed and wearing masks. You land safely to the side of this dome so you can clearly look in uh, and and make some choices based on that, if you will. Okay, so I, I can just change willy-nilly, hey? Yeah. All right. Do I want to be in the... Ball, or do I want to be a soldier? No, I think I want to be in there. All right. I love that Freya's basically not fighting at this stage. Like, no, just, no, no. Could you just get it done? <laughs> Freya's like, well, I get it. I just want it out, <laughs> and then I'll be like back to normal. Sure. So, oh, the Delulu. <laughs> can I see? <laughs> can I see um, that person? Because I can't remember their name. Well, I don't think we ever gave her a name. She's mm. just the dancer. Can we see the dancer? Okay. Roll. Roll perception on that one. Six. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um, you see people dancing. <laughs> you land. You land on this glass, just the side of this glass roof, uh, a little bit like Batman. Yeah. It's very clear that the whole room has been set up for a very elaborate event. Anyway, there are hundreds of people here, so just being able to look down and instantly see the dancer would be very difficult. But there are people from all different races. Um, they all do appear very wealthy. Um, difficult to identify because they all have those masks on. The dome glass that you're on, it, it kind of acts like a lens and it, and it captures the last rays of the, of the sun and reflects them across this dance floor, this polished marble floor below, like a or aurora, like Aurora Australis inside. <gasps> oh. Not Aurora Borealis, second rate, slightly better than the one we have. <sighs> There's a full orchestra to the side that um, performing and you can hear like a classical music uh, floating through. Uh, there's a grand piano that's central to whatever they're playing. There's an elaborate ice carving in the, in the center of the dance floor. Uh, and there's people swirling around that rather gracefully. And some who are not that graceful. Anyone can dance. Um, and they've got like shimmering gowns and tailored suits. 
uh, on the stage to the side of the orchestra, there is an elven man, and he's beautifully dressed, but very, very clearly nervous. He looked panicked. That's a lot for a six. Well, it's just the room, but no specifics. Hey, Belloc, can you see the dancer? Very smart. Uh, Very smart. has just seen everything you've seen. Do you seen. need, to, or do you know where to go in there? How would you like to appear? Belloc's been drawn, not surprisingly, to the group of dancers. Yeah. But there are other people in the room. Do you want to be presented as someone that they would know or be incognito? <laughs> um, that's, Belloc at this stage doesn't even think that matters. As long as Belloc can find the dancer and whoever the dancer was with. Yeah. It's not just about finding the dancer. It's also wreaking, you know, wreaking havoc and revenge over more than one person. Uh, Belloc's pretty comfortable that uh, they can take them out. Radio. Well, I'm going to look around and I'm going to dress as someone, dress as another dancer. Okay. Can I do a perception check on the dan- the specific Specifically dancers? Specifically on the dancers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give me another d20 and we'll see what you get. 19. That's better. Oh, crap. Uh, okay, even from this position, you can see um, that the dancers, many of the dancers dancing around this ice sculpture um, move quite well. They're fluid and well-timed. Uh, their movements are synchronised with the music coming from the orchestra. There's an old woman, uh, a fact you can only really ascertain from her hair. She's got greying hair, uh, although Freya vaguely remembers her. She's dancing with a much younger man, an elven man, who is masked, but not much else. Uh, no shirt, zero fat. Uh, flowing long white pants held to him by a golden rope. There's a Loxodon woman spinning quite gracefully around a Diamante handbag that she's thrown on the ground, uh, which is pretty impressive because she's got knee-high boots on and uh, she's wearing a mask that appears to be mostly leopard skin pattern that uh, that streams recently divorced. That is and she nice. keeps <laughs> she keeps yelling out, this is my song! It's my song! <laughs> uh, now, the sculpture which only because you got a really good role. The sculpture is of Morrigan. Ah. Queen Morrigan. And the pose is powerful and very deliberate. She, her, hand, her hand is like over the top of, this, of, the, of the dancers and her mouth is like a gape, like she's casting a spell, very powerful. She's saying something. Uh, the dancers look at her from time to time, but they mostly appear to be averting their eyes from her. Uh, there are soldiers guarding the statue. Like they're around the It's an the ice, ice sculpture. Yeah, an ice sculpture. That's cool. Ice statue, ice sculpture, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that we're going after the old woman because I reckon that if this is a long-lasting vendetta... Belloc doesn't recognise her. Freya oh. does. Freya has a vague recollection of her. Okay. But only vague. But Belloc's like... But I don't want to go in there Belloc's looking like, like that, Freya. That's not her. She hasn't, she, Belloc hasn't seen the dancer yet. Okay. I don't want to go in there looking... Oh, you tell me what you'd like to do. All right, I'm gonna. Or you can, ha- or you can do, do that, that cool that- thing where you cut a glass circle in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the Tom Cruise and then pluck it out. Yeah, yeah. You no, can Tom Cruise this moment. <laughs> I could, if you wish. but surely that would be more distracting than just going in the front door. But I said you got time to do whatever you please. All right, well I'm gonna slide down and go through the front door dressed as a dancer. Interesting. When you get to the front door, they there are guards, and they quickly stop you from going in because you were dressed, um, you know like you're supposed to go in, but you don't have an invitation. Fuck. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a number of soldiers. The two behind them now block the entrance as well. They sort of, there's four of them across the entrance to this ballroom. I'm sorry I lost my invitation. They're sorry too. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Flirt oh, with either them or There's a bunch of people like... in a line now. They're looking at you. They're all looking at you. I'm going to use my sleight of hand and I'm going to go through the – I'm going to say, mm. it's all right. I'm going to go and try and find it and I'm going to quickly wisp up another invitation and then say, I found it, I found it. Well, there are a line of people behind you and you have stolen things from people in a line before uh, to get into a circus, if I'm not wrong. Yes. yes. Uh, so – Give me a sleight of hand check. Don't tell me the number just yet. We're going to come back to it. Oh, that laughter tells me the number. Okay, tell me the number. It's 20 plus 10. Wow. Oh, invitations for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, plan you, works. You, Belloc only needs one, though. So Belloc does grab one. Yeah. Uh, although it's going to seem awfully weird when you turn around and go, found that. Yeah. Um, but that's what you do. And the soldiers move aside and let you in. You get about five steps in before you hear someone behind going, I swear I have the tickets. Uh, <laughs> it just happens to be the exact same people from the circus. <laughs> you always do this. <laughs> uh, but now you are inside the ballroom. Yay. Back to the girls. I'm spinning in the air, drooling a little bit. You are in trouble, but um, what we do have is time for Karin's turn. Yes, so, Morgan is falling, one hand's freezing, the blizzards are after me. I'm going to point one thing out. Sure. Those backpacks yes. have a ripcord you're supposed to pull. Yes. So they start working. No, I understand the basic concept of parachuting. But that could have been a button or something like that. It's like you're going to need to use your hands to open I just those. thought it was will. What you're saying is if she gets another hand bitten, she won't be able to pull the ripcord. Yes. All right. All right. So I've still got one good hand. So I'm going to grab my rope and rope it. Well, let's do it. Oh, you'll rope from your from your other backpack. She's got three backpacks. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a donkey at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Shape shift to do a donkey. <laughs> Pulling from the I sky. I love the idea of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can go. The backpacks. Don't judge me. Um, yeah, so let's do it around at Morrigan. I know that's going to be a role for dexterity, isn't it? Absolutely, it's okay. going to be. I've never seen anybody try this in the air while flying. I'm not sure if you... Let's just say she's fairly close to you to make this not impossible. Okay. If she was below you, I can't see how it would work, but she's near you. It's a disadvantage. What? It's really hard to do. I've still got one good hand. All right. Okay. I'm going to no, roll... Right, let's get some you, rope well, You know, this. we've never done this before. First of all, yeah, let's just go and jump off the roof and see if you can lasso <laughs> someone on the way down. First thing is, I don't know which hand was bitten. I didn't specify that. And I also my left one. I'm right-handed. It's okay. I was about to ask which hand you are. You're right-handed. <laughs> I'm going to roll. I've got a plus or minus dice. Ooh. All right? Uh, if it's a plus, they bit you on the left hand and your, and your hand is free. If it's a minus, they bit you on the other hand. All right? And this is a disadvantage. It's a plus. They bit you on your left hand... So do I roll at normal? You can roll normally. Thank Yay! You. Advantage? No! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babes. What it was you? a seven plus... I think my dexterity is only one. Yeah, plus one. The rope whacks Morgan in the face. <laughs> I've now been slapped. And she flails about... Insult to injury. You are now one uh, spot away from running in, from splatting into Inuflanora. The beautiful Inuflanora. Mm. I'm sure the other people in the city will see a lovely splatter. Was that my action turn done? Uh, no, that is that is your action, yeah. You still have movement, but that is plummeting. But you could do that cool thing that people do in the movies where they suddenly aim themselves at other people. Oh, I mean, I just don't think that should work. Well, in the, you know, in the movies where they're parachuting and they just yeah, and they, make their, they, they turn I themselves into a board. Divers. It does yeah, work. Yeah. That's how they move. All right, I'm aiming towards Morrigan like this. 
Not visual, okay. babes. I don't care. You guys, <laughs> you right. know what we're you saying. You guys are the most oh, important tuck people. And shoot. I'll describe it. I'll describe it. She's uh, tucked her knees up like when you're doing a bomb into the water. Yeah. <laughs> no, obviously she's doing the thing where she's trying to aim like a bullet and see if she can run into. I'm going to give you a chance to do a strength check to see if you can grab her as you hit her. Uh, so 13 plus 3. You do bolt into her and latch onto her really quickly and think to yourself, well, maybe I should have just done this to start with. Uh, but you are now both connected to each other as you fall. To be fair, I was slipped a note by Morrigan when I got back in the bathroom that told me exactly what I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured that that was the only plan. Yeah, yeah. Morrigan's <laughs> off game today. No notes in class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are still, it is Morrigan's turn first and Morrigan needs to do a death save. Death save. Okay. You've rolled more death saves than almost anything else you've rolled in this game. I think I've even rolled a death save. No, it's just it's just always Morrigan trying to die. <laughs> mm. That's why I said goodbye to LeBron, because I was like, I'm not going to see you again. <laughs> Definitely dying. LeBron's like, man, that's felt more formal than most. 14. Oh, success. Well yeah. done. Well done. Uh, but you can't do anything else. <laughs> We're back to the bee lizards. Who, three of them are already here. So the other ones were back where they were. Uh, they're going to turn and make their way towards you. But the other three are right on you, and they are now attacking uh, Karin. Unsuccessfully. Look, I'll check. <laughs> Very successfully, but looks that. I've got, I've got a fourteen, a fourteen. That's a total roll, by the way. A fourteen, a fourteen, and a six. What's your armor class again? My armor class is a twelve. That's quite low. We have low armor classes. That's two hits. Yeah. They're gonna grab that other hand. Yeah. Freeze you. I bet they are. All right, and so I'm going to lose some hit points, and then I'm going to die in the sky, then we're all fucked. You're all going I think to we'll die. die when we die hit the, the ground. <laughs> yeah. I've got my magic plus and minus dice to see whether they bite right or left hand. They may bite the hand that's already been there, but there's two hits. One is on the left hand, and the other one is on the left hand. Which hand did we bite before? The left hand. Oh, God damn it. Now, hang on, like I've rolled. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. It was the plus that was for left, it was the minus for the right. They both bite the right hand. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I'm just holding on to my girl with frozen hands. They do 11 points of damage. Ooh. Like that's going to matter as the ground comes towards you rather quickly. Can you use your teeth to pull my record? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see why not. Well, we'll find out when we come back to you in a moment. You've got plenty of time. Six seconds to figure out how to survive. Did you say 11 damage? You, yes, you got took it. 11. Are you still up? That's important too. You could both I've be got unconscious. One, one point left. <laughs> no way. We're <laughs> fucked. Should have just stayed on the ship and abandoned. You were in such bad shape. Yeah, yeah. We fought a dragon. You had potions. Oh, I still got potions. Can't drink them now. Why? I've got one hit point. Because you can't. How are you going to get it to your face? Is this going to be like when Morrigan eats popcorn? <laughs> Straight from the titties. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I stored my potion between my breasts. Yes. Uh, well, where do you store your potions? Do, well, they need to be not. kept at perfect body temperature. Can we not talk about my breasts? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I know my they're My burgeoning breasts. I mean, thank you. <laughs> it's breasts. a difficult stage in a young man's life. <laughs> we'll get Older you a training bra. Life. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds horrible. Uh, back to Freya. Freya, yeah. you've walked into the, the ballroom. That's all I'm telling you. you it's I've up to you. I've just walked straight into the ballroom. Yep. You've got the dancers to the side of you. You've got the orchestra over there. You've got the man on stage who just seems to be walking backwards and forwards between the podium. You've got some shady-looking characters walking around the outside. But other than that, this, this whole room is, is... And you've got this big statue in the middle. A statue with soldiers guarding it. Do I also need to kill this person with that dagger? Uh, you don't have the dagger. 
No, but do I need to to make sure? No, that you don't. Strangely, Belloc lost her dagger. Okay. Oh shit! Do I have her dagger? You don't. You're not here. <laughs> you're, you're not even. You're, a, here. you're not even here. You're not even awake, and you your hands are frozen. <laughs> you do have a dagger, a tattoo of a dagger on your leg. Yeah, it has a grudge against a sworn enemy, and I, that just. You remember you rolled randomly for that dagger. I did. There were three daggers claimed by Stucker as he searched the universe for signs of the lost child. He believed, without much semblance of evidence, that he could sift through the universe's paraphernalia, with each piece perused pushing him one step closer to something, anything, that would provide a beacon to the puzzle that held his attention with an unbreakable grip. It made no sense that a life so unique did not stand apart from all the other pieces that linked the universe together. When Morrigan searched within his shell, even Stocker considered what she may find. He wondered whether he should perhaps guide an item to her hand, something that may help the trio on their journey. But he waited instead, interested in another hand, that of fate. There were indeed three daggers of note. Two had once belonged to gods, and one was a god. Belloc, you don't have, a, uh, you don't have your but dagger. But do they need to be killed with that? No. Bare hands, babe. Belloc's fine with death. Mm, you know, okay. And there are, like when you look around the room, speaking of knives, there are many knives on the dinner tables around the edge of the dance floor. All right. So and still has all of Belloc's spells available. Thank you. He could have reminded me about that earlier. Well, I thought you'd know <laughs> your own things. But yes, and you have to choose. You get one per day. You can always choose between Meteor Swarm, Fly, and of course Power Word Kill, Belloc and Freya's favourite. Obviously, it'll have to be Power Word Kill. Just take I'm... out the entire room with a Meteor Swarm. <laughs> I don't care who I get, as long as I get one of them. You know? <laughs> I'd like to be a little bit inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think the Meteor Swarm no, is going to do awesome that. No, it would look awesome coming through the glass dome like that. It would look great, but I'm also here. Yes. It would probably <laughs> also kill you. Well, maybe. Actually, you're in, not in great shape either. You are still Freya. I am. Okay, well, I'm going to... I need to figure out who this person is first. You do. So I'm going to use insight. Paired with Belloc's insight. Mm-hmm. On this room. Has been here before, yes. To find where this dancer would be. Should I ask? I just don't want to ask because then I don't want to draw attention. Well, at this stage, all you've got is where is a dancer. Yeah. So. Would there be like a backstage where they're still getting Belloc ready? Belloc knows what she looks like. You know, long, dark hair, sleek, dancing sort of style. Okay. Hey, Bella, should we wander around until we find her? Yes, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) You can wander around, but what would you like to look at as you're doing so? Because I'll give you a description of each thing you look at if you want. Yeah, well, I would would like to find, I I guess, that they've got like some kind of dressing room out the back. So she might be prepping for her next show. Uh, There is, there are little side staircases that sort of move out to other places. Um, The only way out of this room that isn't towards like a kitchen or something Right, because is, this is a, a room that can be transformed into a dining room rather quickly. Belloc remembers that. There are, there's a stage and there's like an entrance for the stage uh, that would go behind the stage. And there are, of course, toilets to the side. In fact, uh, you hear the nervous elf sort of on stage going, and just, just a reminder, a um, bit of housekeeping. You know how they do, I love doing that when you sit, go to a conference or something like that. And like, uh, some housekeeping. Um, the toilets, the are, toilets here, are here, here, and here. And here. <laughs> 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 but in this room, there are only like this, just one toilet. <laughs> and even though it's in your Flanora and everyone can make it be, believe what it always is, toilets are still unfathomably difficult to get into for women. Uh, but men just have like you know, no line or anything like that. Yeah, they yeah. just yeah. <laughs> the women have one toilet with like one single cubicle. Side note. 
I went to a band on Saturday night. And it was on a basketball court in Sydney, and they had six portaloos. How many people? I'm going to say about five thousand. <gasps> wow! Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Problem solved. Were they overflowing? I've been to a festival, Ew. not a festival. They weren't, which yeah. was good. Yeah, but that was still gross. Oh. And the lineup was massive. I was like, what I'm were gonna... they thinking? Yeah, it's, still, it's all of it's wrong. It was all bad. Hey, that's all bad. The strangest. So whenever you think, will we ever solve this whole, you know, climate change uh, dilemma and all this sort of stuff? Just remember, we can't even figure out toilets at a band, at a, in a performance. How yeah. bad? We have always I could not believe that. that. I was like, that's ridiculous. The one thing you want to have people say is, there were too many toilets at that event. Yeah. There were yeah. too many. So- I, I went to each of them. <laughs> there are heaps of toilets at this event. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to go to the, the change room. And no one will suspect me. The change room that is behind the stage. Yeah, that's okay. No one's going to suspect me because I'm dressed as a dancer. So I need to powder my nose. Okay. She was right. No one suspected that the elven woman walking across the open floor was Freya or Belloc or even Honey. Certainly no more than a guest. In fact, they weren't even looking for her or Karin or even Morrigan. At least... Not this one. They were here for a queen. They didn't even hide. Their hoods were for their guard, not for obscuration. Their robes, a striking purple, certainly didn't imply that these men and women who circled the ballroom were in any way concerned with secrecy. But the tentacles of conspiracy reach far beyond the rooms where their machinations play out. They twist and turn beneath our view, deftly tapping on the shoulders of the disenfranchised. Words are whispered, Alliances are ignored, and those once forgotten breathe life into old tales. As the armies prepared to leave, the Queen no longer served a purpose. And without a purpose, what place remained for her in cosmic schemes? Okay, we're jumping back to the girls to see if they make it. Okay. Uh, Girls, do you make it? Yes. Karin, it's your your turn with one hit point. Holy crap, I didn't know how close you guys were to dying. That's okay. Uh, okay. should, it's, it seems like something I should do in so my I'm gonna, job. I'm going to revert to an oldie but a goodie. Okay. That's my good berries. Good berries? My good berries. Is that a bonus action? Because if it's not, that's your last action. And she doesn't have to like materialise them in her hand. She can just materialise them in her mouth, can't she? she probably, yes. Like, even if she, she sticks her mouth over your, her hand over your mouth, she can make them appear in your face. <laughs> okay. Here, berries, Blanc! <laughs> oh, you're right. It's just an action. Oh! So if you do that, Hold you will on. heal yourself for a second before dying. But my healing word is Ooh. a bonus action. Ah, she doesn't need hands for that. She does not. No. So I've got one hit point left, so I'm okay. I'm going to bring her back. <laughs> Why? Because we're still being attacked by blizzards. I'm sorry. You're you- unconscious. <laughs> okay. This is one of the first ones ever going to make this happen. You are fine. unconscious and you are just going to have to wear what she comes up with. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> but it's a bonus action. Yes. So I can do both. You, this is your last turn before you hit the ground, though. You haven't activated any of the dragon wing backpack thingy. She can still do that. Right. As an action. Right. Okay. So we're ripcording. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. How are you going to pull that ripcord? Right. So I've been doing a lot of Pilates lately. Mm-hmm. Huh. Good going. It's my new thing. I don't like... Com- you know what I realise? I don't like community gyms because I don't like the community part. Yeah. Pilates, they just leave you alone. <laughs> no one high fives you for a personal best. Yeah, that does okay, suck. that's good to know. Okay, and what I know is that I'm going to get my knees up, right? Okay. So I'm holding Morrigan, but she's to my side like a little baby. Clutched her like a baby. Like a baby. Okay. All right, my knees going up, clamping, ripping down. Boom, up. 
You got it. You can see I can, it. I can imagine it. I'm not convinced it's going to work. It's going to work because my core is strong these days. Oh, so you're going to make it this. I was going to make it dexterity, but you think it's a strength. This is a strength check. This isn't dexterity. How easy is it to do this? Look at this. Look how easy this is. Does she just not know we do a, a, a non-visual podcast? Yeah, but this is for you, Corey, because you're doubting it. I'm very much doubting. <laughs> it. I didn't tell you. It's not a problem. That's the Pilates. If you fail this it's dexterity impressive. check, I just need you to know. If you was, fail this, oh, sorry, it was a strength check. I was going to make a dexterity, but you want it to be a strength check, and and you have justified that with your leg movements. I've done a lot. Of, I'll do it later for the people if you need to put that on Instagram. You want to put that on Instagram because you're doing some leg movements. Um, yes, I'm using my core. Okay, you've got to beat 15. Why? Because it's hard. What you're doing is difficult. You've got. It's to, not. I just showed you the movements. Add your strength modifier. Oh, whatever. Well, it doesn't matter because it's the 20th, isn't it? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> So I ripped that cord. <laughs> We're okay. And then I'm going to use my healing phrase. And this time it's just going to be me shaking Morgan saying, don't you give up on me. <laughs> Still land heavily because yeah. there's two of you. That's fine. And, this, and you probably wouldn't have landed, landed as heavily if you haven't brought four backpacks. But doesn't Morgan get to roll her? Or do I roll it for her? It doesn't matter. Okay, you're right. It doesn't matter. You roll. It does You're not going to get less than a one. The good news is she's going to have a hit point. She's probably going to lose that as soon as she hits the ground. It's a three. Excellent. Plus, if it's at 1d4 plus two, that means you get five back. Which is great because you're about to take four damage. Oh, lucky. Lucky, lucky, lucky. You, how much did you just get? Five. Four damage is 1d6 per 10 feet. And I'm going to say you activated this at 10 feet. I'm going to roll one dice. You are both going to take this damage, though. So Karin's in trouble. But you might both be. So I'll roll one for each of you. Can I misty set them? You can't you're even not, see them. You're not there. <laughs> and, you're not there, but thank also, you for wanting to. Elok doesn't you care. You abandoned us. Elok does not she care. She didn't. Belloc did. She's a real um, piece of work. That's true. Um, oh, Karin? Yes. You take two hit points of damage. All right. You're, That's you're, okay. You're down. And, We're at zero. Uh, Morgan, if I roll a six, you're both out cold. So here it is right in front of you. Two. Fuck, it looked like a six from here. Why would you want that for her? Well, I like interesting things happening in our story. This is interesting. <laughs> Two unconscious women. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh my God. I'm pointing vigorously at Indy right now because that is such a good is bloody so point. Disturbing. Is, that, is that what you find interesting, Corey? Is it? Hashtag me too. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, you are still unconscious no matter how you pay, you're trying to paint it. But uh, remarkably, Morrigan is not in this situation. and uh, Disappointed, are you? Lands. <laughs> uh, Morrigan, you land next to your unconscious friend. <laughs> Sorry about so that. It's, so it's just like a regular Friday night. Well, bloody played. Thanks, Indy Moo. Thank you. Uh, Morrigan. You've landed correct. You've landed. I was going to say correctly. <laughs> no, you've landed in a bit of a thump, but um, you are alive. You see the bee lizards don't come down any closer because you've landed in an area full of people, and the bee lizards are inherently f fearful. So oh. they're floating back away and refusing to attack you any further. Okay, that removes my dilemma. Thank you. <laughs> they uh, they do see the armies that are around the other areas as they came down. They're like, we got no chance of surviving in this. Uh, you, however, have landed out of sight of those four armies because they're in different courtyards oh around this God. big glass dome. Uh, and you are in what it seems to be like a, a kitchen area or the garbage area. There's like a couple of garbages around. It lands in an alley. Yeah. Now there's a rather, it's kind of like an alley, yeah. You could easily walk to the other, other areas where the armies were. There's a rather solid looking door 
and space to both sides of the door, maybe about four metres apart, there are, there are some windows quite low to the ground. Uh, and they provide light into what I guess best described as like basement. You know, you look in some of the other places, they have a window down low, so you, can, you look down into the floor that's actually underneath. Um, and there's one guy near the door, and he's just he's staring at you. He's clearly on his break. <laughs> he's just come out, and he's just seen you just thud to the ground. <laughs> he does. I have written here. He is he is smoking a cigarette, <laughs> which he which he just lets to the drop to the ground. And he stomps it out, and he just backs into the door, <laughs> backs into the room, and and shuts the door. And you hear it locking. Uh, multiple times, <laughs> like one of those big bits of wood just going slam down behind it to make sure that They're you can't get click, in. Click, yeah, click, it's click. like you just seen you just land hard. We're alive. Um, next to the door, near the bins and pinned to a fence, uh, you see some wanted posters. <laughs> yep. Among others, because there are quite a few of them, but you you see yourself very quickly on this one. It does say Morrigan for treason. Car in for murder and Freya for theft. Checks out. Yeah, that's all correct. You can hear people coming towards you. And we're jumping back to Freya. Freya, you are heading towards the stage. Is that right? Yeah, but I'm going to misty step in there, so I'm not too... Have you got any spells left? Obvious. Yeah, I do. Nope, you just told us you don't. I used all my first levels. This is second level. You sneaky <laughs> son of a... You're gonna, you could just walk, though. I mean, misty stepping to the stage... But isn't that like a little bit more like zoom? You won't, it won't be seen. It Might is, be but, more but you, you're not looking like you. <laughs> oh, true. You don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, okay. Just throwing it out there. But of course, you can misty step there if you want to go faster. No, it's okay. I'll save it. Okay. I'm walking there. I'm walking. Shayla. You're calling out. You th- What? I don't know. You I just decided her name, name is Shayla. Shayla. Well, I, I, you know what? Bella could probably I feel remember like her that name. That is a name we have used, is it not? Oh, it's like Shashley or something like that. Shashley. Shashley. We've had Shashley. That's what it was. So, so Belloc suddenly remembers her name and you've decided it's Shayla. Shayla. Oh, sweet Shayla. Now that you've made your decision, I've also made my decision and the dance floor has suddenly become more congested. It's, it's apparently the song that's playing is a local classic uh, and the path between you it's and the stage. It's gold digger, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know full well every time I've tried to leave a club and they put that song on, I turn right back <laughs> Just like that. When I'm in need. <laughs> you just see handbags. Okay, <laughs> All these handbags come flying out. <laughs> she took my body. Fine, fine. No, it is, it is classical music um, with, the, with one guy at the back of the orchestra throwing in, you know, Give me money. <laughs> Every time. So, uh, a very handsome and strangely shirtless elven man reaches out to you and bows. He offers you his hand for a dance. What's the bod like? It's, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Say less. Yeah. Should we get some visuals up? Like, should you we can, compare can, a couple of really good bodies? You can imagine what you can imagine. Oh, I'm imagining. And, and, then, and then add a little bit. Oh. This guy shines where he shouldn't shine. He looks a little bit too good. So it's it's all perfectly oiled. And it's even Robert though... Oh. <laughs> it's glistening. Yeah. He permanently glistens. No, I like the werewolf guy. What's his name? But Taylor. I got you, Taylor. Yeah. Oh. Team, team Taylor. I'm, I'm seeing him. I, was, I mean, elves are normally hairless, but if you like a little bit hair... No, because when he's not a werewolf, he is... He he's is hairless. Pretty silky. He's like a dolphin. All right, that makes no sense. He's it beautiful. Does. Okay. Okay. He is, he is a very... You know, even though elves don't need to, he is recently waxed. Oh. Body, head to toe. You don't know that, but you can imagine based on... You know, he's wearing his pants are like a, a white... Elves really like fair skin. He is strangely well tanned. 
It's a fairy oh, tent. Taylor. But you can tell it's a spray on, but still only That's barely. Okay. That's okay. It still shows everything that needs to be shown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow, even though he's in the middle of this room, the lights seem to move with him, so the shadows always make him look even more buff. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you could walk into a shadow and it would still be that little crevice between you know, nice. the chest where you go, I can see definition, definition. Oh, and uh, the V. And, of course, the V and the, and the eight-pack, um, because, as you know, everyone in our world has a bit more. Yeah, just a little bit more. But he does have the little V-shape because his pants are so damn low he shouldn't be able to dance. That is nice, And yet though. he is offering to dance with you. Of course, yes. What? <laughs> what? what? This isn't even a question. Um, and, yeah, so you start to give me a dexterity check to see how well you dance. Oh. I'm not checking for him. He dances. <laughs> he dances. He dances. He's born to dance. You know when they start that celebrity dancing show? What's it called? Dancing the Stars. That's it. That's it. Oh, I was like, he's I like, was like, he's like, you know how they bring out the, <laughs> they bring out the talentless celebrity person who's like all feet like I am, and then they bring out somebody who's been <laughs> dancing for 30 years who moves like a gazelle. Yeah. And, yeah. and that person carries the person for the entire session. He's going to carry you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the two. Oh no. Plus, I think I've got pretty good dexterity. Yeah, it's not going to matter. Uh, four. Yeah, it really didn't. Um, you are standing on feet the entire time, and he's very politely. That's alright because that. guess what? What's if that? I have to stand on his feet, I'm closer to him. <laughs> I can Easy feel seven the inches body. closer. Uh, you do That's have nice. you have some of his oil, and you know what? I'm going to add some glitter. He had some a little bit of glitter. Yeah, you got oil and glitter on you. Oh, like a bronzing oil. Yeah, that, that one. He had the bronzing right. oil. He does. Yeah. It's so on now. my tongue now too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It was a mistake. I just fell over with my I tongue. Accidentally licked you. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> All right. So your dexterity check was to fall forward awkwardly and lick him, and he has responded by lifting you back up and 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 oh, it's, um, so are you a member of the Varellis family? Yeah. <laughs> I'm whoever you want me to be, baby. De- deception check. Deception. Far out. Enough of the checks already. <laughs> stop stuffing stuff What's up. Third degree, Corey. Oh, deception plus nine, baby. We've got yeah. this. 14 plus nine. Damn. He's, I just he's see gets, him. Of, of course, I knew. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. That's right. Uh, by the way, you used your tongue when you fell on me. That's, <laughs> it's a family thing, isn't it? Um, and he's Yuck. <laughs> not between oh, family members. Like, I feel like we need to do some cuts. <laughs> um, not a family thing as in between, but, you know, they're known for... Stop, wrap it up. <laughs> awkwardly falling onto people's tongue out. All right. uh, he's turning you towards different things around the room. Um, and, and because of your awkward role before, you nearly bump into the big statue, the ice statue Ooh. in the centre of the room. So uh, give me a perception check on that too. Um, 18. <laughs> what happened? I like it when you roll yeah, the ones. I prefer yeah. that when you fall into people. You didn't think that people. was going to happen. No, I was hoping you'd fall checking. over again and lick that with your tongue. <laughs> Just get stuck on the ice statue. Uh. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not happening in this situation. You're not going to fall tongue first. In fact, you're going to see it's, it's, um, it's clearly Morrigan uh, in a moment of power. Uh, but you also notice that, and this is why, you know, when you fall, or when you move, sorry, in this one, you can see there are guards standing around it. And that's because... Uh, there's a necklace, a real necklace, not an ice necklace. <gasps> a necklace around uh, her neck, of course. <laughs> She's just dangling around a necklace. Her left titty. <laughs> no reason. No reason. Uh, and it has five gems. Clearly has five gems there. And that's. Uh, he spins you around the other way, and you can see the a little gap open up to make a pathway towards that stage again, if you'd like. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to stay with Why him. Why would I want to leave him? You can bring him with you. Oh, yes. Come. <laughs> Come to the dark. <laughs> I've just got some murdering to do. Uh, yeah. And then it's back to you and your bronze. 
Yep, radio. Like, oh, well, then he'll be a witness. Maybe. Give me another dexterity check to see if your next spin works. Maybe he'll like that. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> maybe he's just one of those people who's like, you can do no wrong. Twelve. Twelve. Um, this time you spin better, like you're starting to get the hang of it now. Yeah. And he smiles, he's much happier now, like it's... You know, I, I can't imagine he'd be too thrilled ending up with a klutz. So now there's an actual spin going on and, you you know, he moves you close to the orchestra. You, oh, he does that thing where you dip people. Oh, this is nice. He dips you back. I don't want back. this moment to end. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is how we'd never end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you tilt backwards, he tilts you right in front of the orchestra uh, and you see a sign. It just happens to be upside down now. So we'll see how well you can read it. Uh, and, and this is a perception check. You're in fire with your check, so we'll see how we go. Oh, Eleven. Um, you can't see the name of the orchestra. That doesn't help you at all. Uh, Shall I roll another one? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how this works. You don't get to see the name of the orchestra, uh, but you can see it's a, it, a, it's a beautiful poster of it. Uh, all it says is that, um, you know how it tells you what the title of the show is for the night? It just says, Music from the Other World. Uh, yeah. And that's it. And then he, and then he pulls you back. Uh, and you, are, you can now see you are really close to the stage now. And him? And you were still really close <laughs> to him. <laughs> Wait, how am I going to murder someone? Yeah, you could leave him and come back to him. I assume you can come back yeah, in a second. I'll, I'll leave him. Just, what do you All say right. to him to leave? Like, I don't know. This how is do you hard. leave somebody that you want to come back to without making it too awkward? You're really hot. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> he just says, I know. And just, and just spins back to the dance floor. I and he know. does, you know, makes eye contact the entire way back, even though he's spinning. Like his head just, he spins, his head stays. He's like an owl head. And then he just vanishes into the crowd. But you can still uh, feel this. You still got. You can still smell him. You can still smell him, and you're covered in bronze glitter. I love it. Uh, meanwhile, we're back to the others. Girls, there are also some windows to the side, the end of the door. And as, as I said, there are some people coming. Yeah. Mm. Karin is out cold. Yeah. Okay, I need to get us away because if people come into this alleyway, walkway, whatever, yep. CRC, our posters, we're screwed. Yes. They're dumpsters? Yes. Okay, cool. I just pull us both into a you're dumpster. You're going to go into the dumpster, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you pull into the, you're, you're going to the dumpster. Yeah, I push her up and over into the dumpster and then I jump in with her Aww. and I close the oh, lid. Okay. I would like to cast Cure Wounds, please. How much health does that give her? 1d8 plus 4, um, and that is an 8 plus 4. You get 12 points back. That's pretty good. How much do I get back? 12. 12. Thanks, babe. She's like, wakes up and goes, so how do we pull off that landing then? <laughs> 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 well, from inside the bin, you do hear people looking around really quickly, but the, the guy who was here before who probably could have told them had gone back inside, so that's a shame for me. Uh, and they look around and don't find anything. Uh, honestly, I know they probably should look in the dumpster, but these guys have based all of their knowledge about how to investigate on movies from the 80s, so they ignore the dumpsters. No one ever looks in the dumpsters. Nice. And they just leave the area, and uh, you hear them leave pretty clearly. Awesome. Uh, still telepathetically, I <laughs> <laughs> say to Karin, um... Sorry about the smell. It was the closest place I could find to hide. We seem to be in Nyethlenora and there are wanted posters everywhere for us. Shit. Yeah. Fuck Freya. <laughs> Fuck, she's always putting us in it, isn't she? Um, hey, can I just say the really smart idea on the bin? Thank you. No one's going to look, but this is Nyethlenora. They like fancy things. It's not looking in the bin for us. Yeah. That was a very smart thinking. In fact, I don't even think fact, they can see bins. No, you're right. It probably looked really amazing to them. Like, they don't have bins in Nyethlenora. Everyone just ah. walks around going, I wonder what happens to our rubbish. And there's all these <laughs> rubbish and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's much like our society, basically. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. Just disappears. Well, 
Thanks for healing me. That was a good heal. <laughs> Refreshing. I feel really good. Um, I feel like I'm almost at 50%. Oh, I don't. If I had to guess. I'm going to have to fix myself, I think. Okay, I think I need to turn into something then. What, from inside the bin? I have to turn into something. Why? Because we need to be in disguise. People are after us. That's a good point. Oh, true. Point well made. Like maybe a rat or something. <laughs> Can we? Oh. How many wild shapes have been a bin? How many wild shapes you've got? I've got three. All right. Plenty. Sweet. Only because, like, if you were going to use one just for disguise at this point, that wouldn't be an attack creature. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just looking to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> just you. Polar bear. Smooth. Yeah, no one will notice. And I'm just trying to think what I could maybe turn into that was non-threatening that I could take you with me and hide you, but I don't think I got much to do on that. Like a bear is pretty non-discreet. You could eat me. Just regurgitate me later when That's we get wherever fun. we're going. That's a fun <laughs> idea that you've just had. <laughs> do you got a pelican? Like... You know how they like put things in their beaks? I don't like, know how to tell you numerous? this, but you are larger than what a pelican could swallow. No, no just sit in their bill. Yeah, I, the, you, you'd still be sticking out. I think you'd be more noticeable. Have I not mentioned that I'm a contortionist and I can fit? You haven't, and you're not about to. <laughs> uh, what All would you like to do, ladies? I gotta, I gotta heal myself beyond three health points. Otherwise, we're oh, just do some good berries. Have the um, you heal yourself. I have it healing things. Um, are your good, good berry spells? Yeah, yeah, minor spells as well. So I'll just use mine. Okay. That was really good sharing. Thing. Twelve hit points. Okay. All right. We're both feeling good. <laughs> Apart from being in a dumpster. Apart All right. From being well, in how's dumpster. your stealth? Stealth. I've is got okay stealth. Plus one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna need a disguise though. You you can shape shift, but right. um, can I do like um? I, I need to know where you're going. I haven't figured that out. <laughs> the bin is our first step. All right. Okay. We can't see anything. Don't we're need in to stealth a bin. Out I don't know bin. what Monticelli. No, no, no. I don't know how to explain to you that I you was... don't need to be stealthy getting out of this bin. No, but once we're out of the bin, we're going to need to stealth around. All right. There's no one else in that courtyard. They left. Oh, great. We're you out don't there. know that, but you heard them leave. So I. Okay. I, I push the bin lid up just a little bit and look around. They're clear. And, and, we... and you absolutely are. <laughs> there's nobody there. And we we climb out of the bin. Um. I'd like to keep the lid open, though, so I can do an investigation <laughs> of the bin contents and around to see what I can MacGyver together for a disguise. Right, so purchase. investigating in the bin. Yeah. Uh, you see... People might throw out clothes. People are wasteful. You, you, they are. Uh, you see a menu, okay. among other things. There's lots of wasted food. Okay, menu, food. Uh, there's menu, food. There are scraps of material, lots of material, actually. Sweet. Look, it's it's all cut up. It's not enough to, you know, it's not like a ream of material, but it's all pieces of material. But the string and all sorts of bits and pieces in there. It's even the occasional button. Weird. <laughs> but what that indicates is that this is the dumpster that is shared by some kind of restaurant and perhaps a clothing manufacturer. Possibly. Uh, so I would like to continue my investigative um, journey and see if there are signs on any of the doors or buildings in this little courtyard? No, really in this back section, it's like a white door, you know, like a back alleyway, as you were saying before, where people mm. don't advertise what's in there. But yeah, you've got two windows, they're both lit up, you can see inside them, uh, and you've got a door that has obviously been barricaded. <laughs> I look in the windows. Which one, left or right? Um, Which way was the guy? In the middle. Oh, he was, which door and did they, he go And they look to? like they're obviously different rooms because they're far enough apart and below. Oh, so he went in the middle one, so this is left or right or yeah, where yeah, he yeah. was. Okay, right. The right window. Give me a perception check. Eight. Plus zero. You do notice that the window is ajar and, and you can hear some people speaking from that okay. area. Can I look too? Yeah, you can. 
Thanks. <laughs> no. Ta. <laughs> no, you can't look with your little mice eyes. <laughs> My beady little mouth. <laughs> Nine. Nine total? No. Plus two, eleven. Ooh. Uh, it's not it's not much better. But you can but you got close enough to look in. Obviously, uh, Morgan was a little bit more frightened, just stayed to yeah. the side. And I you just went, uh, I'm gonna look through the glass. I'm a mouse at this point. Uh, you can see the so people who are speaking. Like, oh yeah, your little mouse. Yeah. Uh, well, that makes you happy actually because you see another one. Oh. But you, well, you see, you can see two people, but they've got their backs to you. Uh, one is a sleek-looking elven woman, and she's wearing a houndstooth print tee neck blouse over a drawstring split thigh skirt. That's a really nice outfit. I looked those things up, but <laughs> <laughs> instead that sounds of lovely, I would like that outfit actually. <laughs> but instead it's of the well-groomed look you've come to expect from the elves, she looks frazzled. At least the, the back of her hair does. Panics, but professional. Gotcha. That's how I live my life at work. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, it's that's, relatable. That describes many of us. Um, and the other one is a little mouse. Uh, wearing a very nice suit set, a solid wrap vest blazer with wide leg pants. Sorry, so all in to apricot. this mouse. Yes, he's in a suit. But to this mouse, I'm naked. Yeah, this is going to be an awkward moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mouse like like Smudge and Karin currently, or mouse like mouse sling like. A please. mouse. Okay. An actual mouse. This and is some fine workmanship to make a suit. To make flare uh, pants work lovely. on a mouse with that body shape? Yeah. Crazy. Slightly, well, yeah, I'm pulling it off though. Yeah. Is, are they on two legs or all four? On two. A standing mouse. Okay. okay. Got it. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know how these pants are working. All right. Tiny tot. And you can hear them speak. Hi, I'm Naomi Kelly. Oh. And I play the Queen Seamstress Evelyn and Sanish the Eager Apprentice. <laughs> well, yes, of course, it's not my fault. But she won't see it that way. No, she will not. Not even a little bit. It's everything from her mind. Right. I mean, I work my fingers down to the bone. Right down to the bone. All the way. Not even a metaphor. Right again, That's so cute. So here I am, bone fingers working away on six dresses. Six. Six. That's too many. It is. Five <laughs> is too many. Four is too many. Three? Three is the right number, Sanish. And I'll tell you why. And I will listen to every word again. You need one dress for introductions, of course. That's right. A formal gown. <laughs> formal. Formal. I'm surprised at you, Sanish. Because the word formal implies some form of restraint. Some kind of self-control. A modicum of moderation. Like when you made that gown for, um... I was pausing for effect. <laughs> a modicum of moderation. Pause for effect. Pausing. And effect received. Not something hand-woven with worm silk from the Tree of Sins, adorned with feathers stolen from God's Noah animal. Look at them, they're huge. Not something lined with fur taken from the very last Draco bear in captivity. Not something with a 15-metre-long train that required the services of none other than Rowena the Sorcerer, who hates her, by the way, so that the damn thing would carry itself. Does that sound formal to you? No, it does not. No, it doesn't. But that's not all. Because then, you should have, if you are a decent being, you should have a single, one-off dining gown. But does she have a dining gown? No, she wants one for each course. Each course? Yep, entree, main and dessert. Each course? Oh, if only it stopped there. 
She also wants something that's not too tight for dancing and something that's not too loose for... What does that say there? Dubbing? Dubbing. Dubbing. Yes, dubbing. <laughs> what in all my days is dubbing? Well, it's when you make someone a lord or knight or something. It's new. They got it from the other world. Right. And that needs a dress, does it? It would appear so. <laughs> Have you done it? Sanish. What happens if you don't do what the Queen requests? I don't know. I... Do you see any other seamstresses in the team? Go on. Look around. No. Just us. That's right, Sanish. The entire palace. Clothed by just two people. I wonder where the others went. So, you have done it then? Oh yes, yes indeed. It is done. That's it, over there. The white one? Yeah. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. I know. I hate her, but she has great taste. I swear this is my Disney section. Yeah, it's I decided really to go cute. all Disney, but uh, yes. I was getting those vibes. That was <laughs> one of my favourite little voiceover interactions ever. <laughs> I uh, loved it. And what would you like to do with the new knowledge you have? Well, oof, this queen's vile. Mm. So the, all the seamstresses are gone, just two people in the whole... Yeah, and a room full of dresses made for Queen Morrigan. Yes. So I look like... So you could just walk right on in there. Mm. Can you not get that first one, though? It sounds terrible. <laughs> the white one at the end sounds beautiful. For dubbing, if I'm not wrong. For dubbing, yeah. Yeah, get that one. Because my original plan was try and find material and then I was going to, like, put both of the backpacks we on my front and disguise as a beggar. But <laughs> no. <laughs> put some mud on my face. Might not get you in the room. No, well, I I don't know where we're going. No, no. <laughs> it's like I just need to navigate the streets without being looked at. And arrested, but maybe we go the opposite, and I try and pass Lean myself in. off as. Actually, Mara. go get one of the most fucking extravagant dresses ever. Why not? Don't be subtle about it. Mm. You want to instill fear? Maybe not that one though. That one has the la- the fur from the last Draco bear in captivity. Oof, yeah, I can't do that. That's not nice. So what are you doing? I am gonna try to pass myself off as Oregon. Yeah, you got it. By coming in through the window behind them. That's fine. That sounds great. No. They haven't seen you. Mm. I'm just trying to decide because she was like, oh, she doesn't appreciate me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do I go in and, like, I know that information, so, like, I I am appreciative or do I just lean into the whole evil Morrigan thing? I think you have to lean in. Okay. All right, I'm going to try and stealthily get through the window. Okay. So that oh, it just not. seems like I appear out of nowhere. Oh, I like that. Okay. But you do have a mouse with you as well, so I don't think the mouse is going to have too many troubles getting in. So it's all up to your stealth check. Yep. Let's see how you go. Yep. I was... I let the computer do it because I thought it would be better. So you failed that <laughs> stealth check. How'd that go? Oh, well, it was a one plus one. You rolled a one. Yeah. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> it matters not at this stage. Uh, you lean against the glass to try and pry it open a little bit more so you can you can get through it because it's only a small one and it smashes and shatters as you pull it away. It was obviously not a very well built one and draws everyone's attention as you fall into the room and stand up. Who the hell are you? And then she goes, oh, sorry. She bows her head. Dare you not recognise your own queen? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the dresses are all ready. The dresses are all ready. Oh, and um, I'm so sorry. And she just she backs away. Which one do you want? Which, which which one do you want next? She doesn't even question the fact that you're clearly not wearing whatever dress she last sent you out in. She's just terrified of you. 
Um, are they all made to my specifications? Yes, yes, of course. All of all six, with well, the five that are left, and now she's starting to question why you're not in the other dress that you should be in. I hope they're better made than the last one. Oh, good. Oh, and you can see that hurts her. Oh. She is a proud seamstress, and she knows she does a good job, right? And you've questioned her, but she doesn't go any further with it. She's terrified of you. Mitch, I can help you. I can help you. Uh, we can put it on for you now. Uh, we're ready. Uh, Sanish, Sanish, uh, let's, let's get it together. Which, which, which one are you ready for? You remember what they look like? Uh, there were, there's a whole bunch of them, but they've, for e- e- either of the courses that they're going to have for dinner, so it's entree, dinner, uh, or dessert. Uh, and there's one for dubbing. What does the dessert one look like again? Uh, the dessert one is, is purple, long purple. With, Sold. Oh, she's gone straight I into the purple one. I am the dessert. <laughs> nice. uh, yes, of course you are. Of course you are. And you can almost see. Uh, give me an insight check. 20. You've just rolled a 1 and then a 20. Do you only have two numbers in your dice? <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. Um, you can see in her that while she is terrified, she's going to do a good job. She does want to make you look amazing, uh, but she also despises you. Mm. She can't hide that as much as you'd think. But she, calls, she, you know, she pulls you over and... She sees now Karin as a mouse, but she doesn't even question it because why would she? She's scared. Mm. And they help you into the purple dress. And then they both sort of look towards the door as if they're hoping you'll leave quickly. <laughs> yes, madam. Yes, I will, I'll be, we'll be waiting for the next dress. Uh, the, the, the next dress. Yes. I'm just wondering whether I can get them to do my hair as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's within their skill set. Your hair set. looks like you've fallen out of a, a giant balloon and been blasted by wind. Yeah. <laughs> just ask for a brush. Yeah. The, the mouse runs up your shoulder and starts brushing your hair with a small... The pantsuit one? Yes, oh, in a pantsuit. Runs on your shoulder and is brushing your hair really, and, and is bowing while brushing, which is probably making it take even longer. But every, every brush is, is also a bow. Your Majesty, Your Majesty, Your Majesty. And just keeps <laughs> brushing and brushing. And yeah, she gets it. You know, she gets to a knot and is terrified of making you hurt from the knot. <laughs> and, but gets through it anyway. And then, and then scurries back down and stands next to... Um, Everly and they both sort of look to the ground. I I start making my way out of the building and just as I leave, I like turn my head and like side eye her and um, I say, you're lucky that you're the best one we've ever had. And then I leave really quickly. Oh, nice. Good. Instill a bit more confidence. Uh, as you leave, um, Sanish the mouse looks over at Karin the mouse and sort of quizzically looks and thinks, Interesting. Naked. Don't know. (laughs) Strange choice. We jump back to Freya. Freya slash Belloc or Belloc slash Freya. I don't know who's who we're talking to first. But this is actually for Freya. I must say it's for Freya. Okay. You hear a voice. And um, it's Honey. And she says, or whispers as if that's going to make any difference. What happens to us if we let her do this? What does happen? What, what do you think happens? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If if she's murdering people, she's not going to care about us. Well, I'm just really holding on to that she said that she would release us. <laughs> I, I really trust people too much, I'm realising. <laughs> um, honey says, it's wrong. We, we, can't, we can't really let her do this, can we? We want to be free. So, yeah. I don't want to be a murderer. I don't 
<laughs> wow. Not my first body. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> oh, honey, you're too sweet. <laughs> Bless. Bless. Bless your cotton socks. In the, honey, in this political climate. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of going to be murderous. <laughs> this is terrifying for honey. Um, she says, we just, I know how to make a stop. But then she, she hey. whispers the last part of that, she fades out. Like she's now just as, oh. almost as scared of you as she is of Belloc. I'm not going to kill you, honey. I just want to get away from Belloc. You don't know that. If we die, if she doesn't care about us and we die, it's blood on your hands. And then she's... So you know how to stop her? Well, when Vinny was still here, whenever we needed, whenever we talked, Vinny and I, about just the way we felt about each other. Any time we showed that we cared, it seemed to, it seemed to slow her down. She's, it's like she paid attention. She was listening. Ah, uh, so the power of love. And then Huey Lewis soothes all. walks on the stage and the band kicks in. Um, so do I have to pretend to love? I wouldn't use the word pretend so much. I mean, she can hear us. <laughs> and there's this awkward, extremely long pause as Freya continues to go, it's just easier if I kill somebody. Yeah. I just have to kill someone. It's easier. <laughs> uh, so back to Morrigan and uh, Mouse Corinne. You're still a mouse. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to go, weak. <laughs> you, find, you find yourself in a dark corridor. Uh, there are people scurrying around all over the place, but they suddenly see you and they, and again, they avert their eyes and they scurry to the side. They're surprised to see you as if you're not quite supposed to be here. Um, you hear the music playing from a ballroom to the side of where you are. Huh. And someone comes up and says, oh, there you are. They're ready for you. Someone is. The host is missing. Now you'll have to do it. What the fuck have you done? Just through here. Come on. And without touching you, she ushers you towards the stage. Shit, 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 shit. So, do you want to go? I, I really don't. My knee, my kneecaps <laughs> are shaking in their sockets. I do not like public speaking, and I feel like this is this is <laughs> this is not going to go well. I thought you were going to blame your knees. <laughs> like that's a new one for D and D. My, my knees aren't They're up brickety. to it. Yeah. <laughs> my rickety knees. But anyway, are you going to are you going to go through? I mean, I guess the alternative is. I'm going to turn and run, which is very unevil Morrigan-like. Um, is there any way for me to have a glance at what I'm walking into before I walk out there? Yeah, no, it seems like because you're in the dark backstage, oh. very dark, and it's bright out there. That's so almost difficult because of the contrast. Okay. And because um, of my mean dungeon master. Okay, you know what? Because um, this little guy's like in my space and ushering me. Like yep. I, I stop in my tracks and he bumps into me a little bit and I turn and glare at him. Well, first of all, she. She? She. Why did I assume it was a guy? I don't know. Are they little too? I'm picturing a little... No. Oh, okay. Tall elf. I make them feel short in the way that I look <laughs> down my nose at them, even though they're taller than me. And so I turn to her and she like bumps into me a little bit and I turn and I glare at her and I'm like, take a step back. And then I like raise my chin even higher and I confidently walk onto stage. Yeah, she, she has a clipboard, so she doesn't really care about you doing nothing. <sighs> you know when people have a clipboard and that makes them more powerful? Yeah. So she's got a clipboard and she looks down. I'm not going to lie, when like, I'm not oh. working, I have a clipboard. I feel pretty damn powerful. <laughs> <laughs> clipboard, nothing's on it or anything. No, she's no. got the schedule on there. But we'll see, we'll see you riding on a clipboard. 
the panic in their eyes. Mm-hmm. It's and usually I'm just like doodling something because I'm bored. <laughs> so that's what she does. She steps back from you and doodles something on the pad, which just makes your anxiety go through the roof. And she's Aww. doing nothing. But um, um, she also says, you do the dubbing now, then you change clothes again, then you do the speech, and then the armies leave, and then there's dessert after you change again. She's got like, just attitude oozing out, somehow not scared of you. Why, though? Can she has a clipboard. <laughs> it's better than a shield and a sword. <laughs> I would like to strategically, um, as I'm walking, kind of kick my foot out so that she gets knocked and stumbles a little bit, just to throw her off a little oh, bit. Oh, give me a dexterity roll. <laughs> I am as dexterous as a horse with... Three legs. A I, tight dress. In a tight dress. <laughs> in a dark heels. room. <laughs> this, this, this horse has lived. <laughs> I rolled a one plus one. Wow. You, you basically stumble onto the stage. <laughs> you fall out through and you're He's almost... Saying, but I'm still imagining the horse. <laughs> <laughs> legs so the, everywhere. Right now, so is the Just whole room. Legs. And the whole oh. room can see it, but they're not making a noise because they know who this person is. But yeah, you stumble out. You're almost barge into the podium. Excellent. Elegant. Thank you. And I just get to be a little wee mouse. And you're just sort of <laughs> sitting <laughs> on your shoulder or something like that. Uh, the first thing they do is they hand you a sword. Oh, shit. And Sweet. <laughs> no, I think you to sacrifice something. And they say, you've, you've got to do the dubbing. Uh, the young lady hands you a list of people you're supposed to dub. Does it include what I'm dubbing them for? Uh, it does. It does. And it's a long list of people. There's clearly people in the audience that are really important. One catches your eye. Lord... Randall Buckenheim. Randy Buck. <laughs> Lord. I think you'll find Lord Randall Buckingham. That motherfucker. Should I chop his head off? Fucking <laughs> chop his head off. <laughs> what was it? Randall Buckingham. Lord Randall Buckingham. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> it's, it's bright when you walk out, almost too bright for a second, and it's difficult for you to get the entire room into focus. Mm. Uh, but slowly you see this, this is the ballroom, um, you know, the, the usual elven finery that you expect from wonders of nature. Uh, there's some pillars on the side, for example, that look like trees winding themselves up to hold on this dome. Uh, and you know, a beautiful dance room as well that has that aurora light um, mixing across. Uh, and the smells, the room's like alive with the sense of wildflowers and ancient woods and things like that. You do notice that most of the people in the room are wearing masks, which reminds you of just the complex and diverse nature of Kaylee, because there's all sorts of different sort of creatures represented. Maureen, as your eyes start to focus, you see someone, a beautiful woman, a long dark hair, green eyes like your own. Hmm. And she looks at you and she has the moment of recognition. She knows who you are. Mm. Belloc. <laughs> you also see her. You see her face. You see a shape and you recognize the way she moves. This is your dancer. <gasps> the one who broke your heart and traded it for another. You remember the rose in your hand that absorbed the first layer of your hatred and burned into a dagger. That was right. Morrigan, you start to recall who this person is. Awesome. You remember a dark cauldron and menteeth <gasps> and a woman watching <gasps> from the shadows. This is my other lover! This is who? This is my other lover. Scandalous! <gasps> oh, no. And then you were submerged. <laughs> you remember a dance floor where she turned and twirled with oh, a room watching. You... Yes. Oh. oh, no. And you remember seeing someone reach for her hand, uh, but you never saw who it was. 
and you feel the dagger tattoo on your leg begin to burn. Oh. And then the dancer, Shayla. <laughs> Thanks for naming her Shayla. Oh I my loved her. God. <laughs> Walks over and puts her hand around who she thinks is Queen Morrigan. She's very tentative about that, but she hides her fear and distaste well enough that the audience, the audience doesn't even react to the person who's just vanished from the stage. They're used to this sort of aggression and violence. They've become immune to such moments. So much so, as I said, the orchestra didn't even stop playing. She put, so she put her hand around me. Yeah. Bellock has now seen that. Like around my shoulder? Like no. Waist. Waist. Around your waist. Okay. It's, yes. She knows how she's supposed to look. And she turns to the audience and it's, it's an awkward smile, but it's enough for the audience to go, yes, we understand. <laughs> yes, you must be terrified. Oh, my God. My evil half got to keep both of them? <laughs> That's fucked. Oh, my God. You're right. Your evil half oh, did get to keep both of them. We're supposed to split so that I could have... Mm. Wait, you're supposed to split so one could be with one and one could be with the other? That's my understanding. That's gorgeous. Can I put my arm around her waist and pull her in? Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. I want to do that. It, it does. She, she comes across, and again, there's a moment when she pulls away, but she knows what she's supposed to do. Belloc, you see Queen Morrigan now, mm. and you make the connection. Okay. You also see out of the slit along the side of her leg for the dagger. dress. You do see the dragger. You do <gasps> the see dragger. The dragger. The dragger. You do see a dragon now come through the window because I want to really fuck things up. Oh. Uh, you do see the dagger. And then it's almost as though the orchestra is aware of the moment. The music they're playing is gripping and powerful, uh, but with a layer of trauma, um, overtones of futility. Nonetheless, beautifully performed. The conductor lowers to the ground. It's the first time you notice they were hovering. The audience turns to applaud, but instead their mouths open as though something has shocked them. From the side of the room walks another woman. You can't see her, but she walks with purpose. You can't quite see her, but you, you can only notice through a small gap. She's dark stilettos, strong cars breaking through a slice in a deep red dress. She reaches for the piano and leans over to whisper something to the musician. He hesitates. She leans forward again and says something else to him, and his eyes glaze for a moment. He readies to play, and now you see her face. It's Kakadi. You've been round, you've been had. No wonder you're feeling you see her long red beard matching her dress. But she doesn't act like her. She turns and she looks directly at you, at Belloc. Not your fault. Let's blame them. Send them to unhappy ends. You were fooled. Words were said. Now they wander through your head. Promise made but not kept. Trust hearts, they can break. Trust the hate and end this hate. There's no love in this life. Just reach out and grab that knife. Love is blind, now you see. 
Goosebumps. Fuck. And that's where we end chapter two. Fuck. Oh, I literally have goosebumps. Who sung that? Um, yeah, that was sung by another audience member. That's the wonderful Raina Ophelia Simmons. I love the name Raina. I do hmm. too. Ophelia. Ophelia's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ophelia. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> She's never heard that one too. She's like sitting there right now going, oh my God, that's, <laughs> that's clever. There's no one ever said that. Like, How's ever made that connection? My brother uh, has this awful habit of whenever someone says something that ends in an ah uh sound, like Ophelia goes, Ophelia, I barely even know her. <laughs> All the fucking time. You uh, can't use that consonant that's in that vowel sound anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Can I say also she wrote the music uh, or she put together the music um, and she's wonderfully talented. Yeah. Wonderfully talented. Did you write the song though? Yeah. Gorgeous yeah, song. You really good. wasted on our shitty yeah. little <laughs> Can I tell you one more thing? Yes. The show's only over for you because for the audience, they're about to find out who those people were walking around the outside of the uh, ballroom. People walking around the outside? Well, you weren't. You didn't see that. Only Freya oh, saw that. Around the outside. Around uh, the, the outside. That's the song. That's I the song that comes up. Two <laughs> chill the fuck girls. <laughs> <laughs> He's been trying to get us to check these other guys out, but I am focused on the main task. What was the plan if I didn't come out with you know the dress and the knife? Were you just going to rewrite the song and re-record it? <laughs> I was. I. I was very worried I wasn't going to be able to lead you in that direction. I'd probably rush that a little bit. <laughs> There'd be this edit of you just singing over that bit. Just, and don't talk about the knives. <laughs> uh, no, I was like, that's why I talked about knives in the dining room, in the, you know, around the tables, around the ballroom so much. I was like, <laughs> there's a backup plan. Is there are other knives. If they don't follow the plan. <laughs> just pick up a knife. Um, yeah, that was the idea. Beneath the ballroom, fates were changing. Some gods require prayer. Others, sacrifice. Some simply wish for recognition. Just one required all three. Hi, I'm Tanner Azanero from Foes and Fables, and I play the Cardinal of Undulak. Hi, I'm Benjamin, and I play the Lost Brother. The stars align, my followers. But I, I am unpleased to be called upon. What sacrifice have you brought before your gods? Surely not this sliver of life. It has the look of forgotten meat. What are you, creature? What name do you serve? I am human, Cardinal. The last of my line. My family name will die with me. And you call upon this council. You gather us as one, as though you have the right. I have completed your tests. I have bested your challenges. I have earned this right. Earned? <laughs> Fool, 
This cannot be earned, only granted. And I do not see reason to make such an arrogant request. On behalf of some lesser beast of a dying lost name. I have completed your tests. I have bested your challenges. I have earned this right. Is that so? Do you know what it is you ask of your gods, human? I do. Then tell us what it is you seek that could give you cause to offer yourself in such manner. Revenge. Yes, a powerful motivator. But what could be taken from you that could be worse than your honor? Worse? A brother murdered. A crime of the heart. And I will give all for the blood I am owed. Then your god will take all. This, young human, is the dagger of your god. Cry not as it pierces your skin. And let your god know who you are. I am Mentith, the last of my name. Brother to a murdered captain. A life stolen by a queen who knows not of love. And I will have her blood. I will have her beauty. And I will have her last breath. Then that shall also be the price of your gift. Let the blade take. And let the blade give. Let the blade take. The last of my name. The last of my name. I am Mentith. The last of my name. And I will have their last breath. Don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's just a sudden ending. It happens all the time. So maybe there's danger or just a clever line. But don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Right?